Welcome to the Startup Launchpad Podcast. I'm your host, Carl, and in each episode, we are going to unpack key insights, expert advice, and success stories to power up your startup journey. Let's make your entrepreneurial dreams a reality. So um, today we're going to be talking about the importance of customer success for startups. I think this is an amazing topic and um, very valuable. I'm looking forward to um, learning from our speakers today and basically all that we will be talking about. I think it's something that is not um, too often talked about in terms of the impact um, customer success can have on the growth of a startup. So I'm looking forward to the conversation. Um, all right, so we have a few speakers here today. We have two of our speakers with us, and we're still trying to get the other two to join us, um, having trouble connecting. But um, let me do some brief introductions. Um, I'll do brief introductions of everyone, and then we'll have Soji and Jennifer come up, introduce themselves, and then as Davida and Jordan can join us, they'll do that as well. So, um, yeah, so first up, we have Soji Akinlabi. So Soji is the CEO at Africa Business Radio. Africa Business Radio is a digital business radio and podcast network. He also works as a venture scout at African Dojo, and he's a mentor at Techstars Atlanta. And um, he lends his strategic expertise to startups. He's share, he shares valuable, um, invaluable firsthand insights and facilitates their overall development. So I know we're going to get a lot from Soji Hi, Soji. Thanks for being here. Great to have you on and look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for having me. Good um, evening. Good evening. Um, all right. Next up, we have Jennifer Chan. Jennifer is the product manager at Cecil Inc. Cecil Inc. is a vertical software company for agriculture. She's also the author of the Amazon bestseller, The Startup's Guide to Customer Success. So we're really happy to have you on here, Jennifer. Um, she has founded and led customer success, success teams across uh, multiple startups, and she's passionate about helping companies, particularly startups, to unlock the true potential of customer success through analytics, empowerment, and a truly customer-centric mindset. So great to have you on here, Jennifer, as well, and looking forward to your insights. And then um, probably joining us later, we would have Davida Ifunaya. Davida is an accomplished HR business partner at the Lagos Executive Cardiovascular Center, and she has a track record of ensuring customer success and leading the transformation of the HR department for optimal outcomes. And then last but certainly not least, we have Jordan Ajibola. He's the CEO of ShipBubble. ShipBubble is a post-purchase shipping software that revolutionizes the um, e-commerce industry. And he's committed to um, helping e-commerce brands automate their shipping processes and improve the post-purchase experience. And so customer experience plays a huge role in that. So um, great to hear from, um, great to have everyone on here. So I see we have Davida on, great. Um, so what I'm going to start off by doing, I want to, before we dive into the conversation for today, I want to give um, um, the speakers a chance to introduce themselves, tell us a bit about them and their companies and what they do. Um, in more detail, and then we'll dive into um, the conversation for today. We have a few questions that we want to ask, and hopefully we'll give insight to um, people on the call, people who hear the call after. And yeah, I'm looking forward to a great conversation. So I think I'll kick off with um, Soji. Soji, you can start off. 
Thank you so much. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Soji Akenabi. Um, I lead it to my Africa Business Radio. Uh, generally, my work cuts across corporate communication, um, business development, um, um, startup develop, development, and a bit of finance, and of course, uh, a lot of advisory role, uh, roles across uh, multiple enterprises, uh, both here in Nigeria and outside of Nigeria. Um, looking forward to the conversation today. Thank you so much, Sergi. Um Great to have you on. Um, Jennifer? Hey guys, so great to be here. Really appreciate this conversation. Um, I work in customer success as well as products. I'm the author of The Startup's Guide to Customer Success and work with multiple startups uh, and founders to talk more about the importance of customer success for startups. How do you start it? What's the right time to build a team? All those questions that you may have to make sure that you're able to bring in that customer uh, input without overwhelming yourself or your team. So really great to be here. Thanks, guys. Um, so yeah, great to have you guys on and great to all our um, listeners right now. Um, all right, so I'm going to start off easy, very basic, because I want it so that everybody who listens to the call, everybody who is on the call, um, there's no ambiguity and everybody can really understand where we're coming from. So um, to Sergio and Jennifer, and you could go one after the off other, um, what does su customer success mean to you in the context of a startup? So I think that there is this whole... Um, gamut of what customer success really is. Some people just think it's regular customer service and then all the way to really um, delivering like a great customer experience. So um, what? how should founders and people in the ecosystem really be looking at customer success? What should it really mean to them in the context of their startup? Um, so Jennifer, I'll let you go first and then Soji, you can add to that. Yeah, this is such a great topic because as founders, as CEOs, um, you want to make sure that you're still incorporating the customer feedback and remembering that it's not a one-time thing. It's not getting that customer feedback to figure out what your product is and then you never go back to them. It's this constant um, check-in with customers to see what's working, what's not working, and then sharing that with the team. So it starts with it really starts with you guys uh, as figuring out that culture for the team and then also um, it's always good to remind ourselves that you don't have to have the title of customer success or anything with the word customer in it to be thinking, to have that customer success mindset. As long as, you know, you can be the designer, you can be the engineer, you can be the founding salesperson. It's all about thinking about what it, what can we do to make the customer successful and how do we think about this long term instead of just um, short term things. All right. Thank you. Um, so did you want to... Um talk about customer success what um from your perspective what does that mean or what should that mean in the context of a startup all right thank you so much uh, that's a good one jennifer i mean particularly the last point she made about the fact that you don't need to have the title of customer sources to be able to uh, to drive customer success within within an organization so i, I will speak as a, as a founder of startups myself so that um some of our listeners can can understand and it can relate um, for you to grow, to have that exponential growth that you want for your business, you need to pay attention to customer success. And I'll tell you why. It's expensive to acquire a customer. And when you acquire the customer, you don't want to lose them. You don't want them to not be satisfied and leave after maybe the first month if you're running a subscription model or 
they just do one one off contract with you and they go. You have to go through the cycle of acquiring a customer, another customer to replace that one that left. So it becomes important that for you to actually grow, you have to make sure that not just learn how to acquire customers, but also how to keep them. And for me, the heart of keeping your customer happy for as long as you want them is what customer service is about, you know, and you have to do a lot of things to ensure that. And not just you, uh, maybe as the uh, the one currently tied to a customer success manager, and also not just the sales and marketing people or in some organization, they have a account manager doing that, but also every single person within the organization from the top to the uh, um, to the to the last person within the organization. So essentially, the point is that for your growth as an as as a startup as a business, you need to be able to pay attention to customer success because it costs you a lot to acquire the customer, and you need to be able to keep them. If you cannot keep a customer, you cannot grow. Great, thank you so much, Soji. Um, Davida, can you speak right now? Are you good? Hello. Good evening. Yeah. Right. Great. Am I audible? Yes, you are. We can hear you. So you can go ahead, introduce yourself, and then you can weigh in on what customer success means um, in the start in the context of a startup. Yeah. Thank you very much once again, and thank you for to every participant for your time. My name is Davida Ifunayamatuku. Um, I'm a HR business partner, and I currently work for a health facility in Lagos, um, a cardiovascular center precisely. And I've been into business for almost a decade. Um, talking about customer success for startups, I would, have, I would love to say that it's the lifeblood of a startup because for a startup, we have the who a customer is and what a customer is. For startups, customers are not just who. Customers are not just people who walk in and walk out and purchase, but customers are assets. Customers are capitals for startups because they are the greatest branding strength, the most authentic brand ambassadors for, for a startup. I give an example. If you're a startup or maybe an industry that is highly competitive, a time will come where most most of the, your targeted audience will already have people be patronized. For example, banks. So everyone on the score have a bank to be bank with. Imagine we have a new bank in town. You almost have no reason to start a new bank account. But then you find it irresistible when someone who has used the bank tells you from their experience, especially because you know that person is not paid for doing so. And so I'll, I'd love to start by saying um, customer success is the lifeblood of startups. It's the first place they get their strength for a sustainable business. And customers are not just who for startups, but they are what, because they are assets, they are capitals, they are, they are factors of labor in a startup. Thank you so much. And thank you all so much. I love the points that we brought out because um, I think we all came from different angles and I love how it all like ties in together. Um, um, I think Jennifer mentioned our customer success always has to be ongoing. It's not a one and done. It, you have to always incorporate customer feedback and it's not so much about, oh, I'm in the success um, customer success department. Everyone has to have that attitude and mindset of customer success. What can we do to make the customer successful? And um, um, 
um i think um soji talked about you have to pay attention to what your customers are saying and davida now just talking about how they are the lifeblood for startups and the biggest ambassadors especially when you're starting out so um i think those are really good points just to highlight how important it is um now i think that um i want to move on to um looking at it in the context of startups so um what are some common mistakes that we you found in your experiences in your different fields that you found that startups make in their customer success journey and how can they be avoided i think we learn a lot from um looking at what other people have done and we learn a lot from mistakes other people have made so that we can avoid them so what are some um, mistakes that you, common mistakes that you find startups make when it comes to um customer success and how can they be avoided for a new founder a new startup um so davida let's start with you one of the big mistakes a startup make is to assume that they can treat customers just as good as existing business treats them so being good to your customer isn't enough for a startup that may just be enough for an existing business because you already have some loyalties you already have this business that uh, your customer say my father used this bank my grandfather used this bank so i want to continue using this bank so we have banks in nigeria that pardon me i'm using bank as an example but then they just come in so you have banks or other businesses in nigeria that people just patronize because they have this loyalty with them startups just think oh i went to that bank and this is how they treated their customers and their customers are staying so why shouldn't i do so so startups most times do not remember their startups they they just think we are in business and we have what my computer is producing so we are good to go now so first off you must understand where you are on the latitude of your business and knowing that you are a startup and what it entails to be a startup so because you are a startup you are like a baby and so what will be infectious to you may may not be very infectious to another business because your immune system your business immune system isn't very strong to take up some wind So first of all, assuming they can treat customers just like every other person does. So startups try to invest more in business development and and pictorial branding, maybe pictures and magazines and all. And what that does is like is that it's it's it it, it seems to say they pour water into basket because when you when your business administrator bring all of these persons in. It's the manager who knows how to keep them in. But if if you do not have the right persons to manage this department, it just turns out to look like a plus one minus one. Thanks so much, Davida. Um, Jennifer, do you want to add to that? Yes, those were such great points. Thank you so much for sharing. And then I think one of the things that I've seen basically every single startup that I've been at and also, you know, a mistake that I've made myself early on is trying to do everything at once. You know, you may find a framework online, uh, you know, this, you know, this company that I really admire that startup did customer success like this and therefore I should do it like that. Remember, your startup is different. You're, you're you have different customers. You have a different product. Uh really think about what works best for your your customers and your team instead of just copying and pasting what other was worked for other people. So really think about as you're looking at frameworks for inspiration, uh think about what 
actually works for your customer and works for your team. And something that I always like to remind myself is, you know, like, is this actually adding value? Is this the most important thing that my team, my customer success team, or, you know, my, me as the CEO or founder could be doing in order to move customer success forward? Um, I'll give a really quick example, which is oftentimes when, you know, we start in customer success, we think, oh, we need to get metrics. We need to, you know, record this and we need to flesh out an onboarding plan and we need to do, and I can name all these things that you have probably heard. I need to run a quarterly business report and I need to build a team. No, you don't need to do that. Think about what does your customer need from you? Uh, what does, what can move the business forward? And to Davido's point, you know, what can really differentiate, you know, you guys and your service um, because you are a startup. You need to make sure you can go that extra mile uh, and, you know, what is actually missing and how can you best serve your customers instead of just, you know, let me just go through the customer success motions or, or just go through what the other startup did. And I think it should work for me because it might, but it also might not. So really having that focus on what will really be driving the most value uh, for my customers is going to be super important, especially in the early days when you don't have a lot of time to do everything. Um, that focus on exactly what's going to move my team forward or my customers forward uh, will really help a lot. Oh, thanks. I think that those are some really good points. Um, just really not so... It's great to get inspiration from others, but there's no copying. There's no one size fits all. And I think what I got from what you're saying is just keep it simple don't look at what are the systems, what are the frameworks and just get um, clogged up in that. Keep it simple. Think about what your customers actually need, need from you and um, what can differentiate you from others. And I think um, something comes to mind with that because I think um, there's a lot about you have to find out what uh, makes you stand out in the marketplace. You have to stand and find your USP or your UVP and that's all there. But one thing I've found is um, the way that you serve your customers, your customer, the cost, the experience that you give your customers can be that difference. Because one thing I see in a whole lot of startups, especially in the African market, is um, how a lot of people with reviews and all are talking about. Um, is it was it they mostly talk about was it a great experience or was it a terrible experience? And I think Davida spoke to that point with banks and everything. And um, not saying banks are startups, but that really is a differentiating factor a lot of times in whether people do business with you or not. And so it's not just a good to have, it's really a must have. So I think those are some really good points. Um, Soji, you want to add to that? Um, yes, quickly. Um, and before I, I, I say my own point, I think I also want to amplify what the other speaker uh, I've been talking about. Yes, um, get templates. But of course, look at how you integrate that template into your own organization and find out how to work for you. I think that's the summary of it. Um, so also, I think uh, one of the other problems that uh, um, um, startup founders uh, of startup generally uh, um, face is also the fact that they don't pay attention to customer success early enough. Um, they, they, they go all out for sales and marketing right from the beginning and customer success comes after there is one or two challenges or one or two problems. I think recently... And there's a couple of startups that, and I don't want to mention their name, or if I do mention their name, uh, you will know uh, some of them. Um, Payday um, got it wrong in terms of customer success. As soon as it's uh, getting a little traction and all of that, and they, they focus so much on that. And, you know, I can tell a lot of customers that have left, you know, no more using that platform. And now 
to get them back is a problem. So that's one major thing I think uh, startups are, are not getting right in terms of customer success. Start as early as possible. Don't wait until you have problem before you take it serious. And of course, as much as uh, um, you are focusing on sales and marketing right from the beginning, as much as possible, integrate, you know, prioritize customer success and integrate it into your entire strategy. And I think uh, you would, you would, you will be happy. You do. Um, there, 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 there is one thing we call churn rate. You know, uh, when you're evaluating a startup, especially within the venture capital landscape. Uh, when your churn rate is high, it becomes a problem for investors. So, you know, even for you to be able to raise money, you need to make sure that, you know, um, you prioritize customer success, which will show in what your churn rate is, you know, when, when you're being evaluated. Thank you. Thanks so much, Sergio. And um, like the others, you raised some really good points. And I think I do. I agree, I agree with you so much in terms of like people don't pay attention to it early enough. And um, other people that pay attention to it early, once they get traction, they just kind of leave it off. And um, I think there's a lot of focus on customer acquisition. But I think the key to customer retention, which is very important, and you alluded to that with churn rates, like how are people actually staying on or how are people um, measuring that churn rate? You want to know how people are dropping off that's a key metric that affects um, your brand. And the thing that would actually keep people on is the um, way you um, interact with them, what your customers, what does, what your, the customer experience is. And so I think those are some really key um, things to look at. Um, all right. So just piggybacking off different things everybody has said, I want to, I know Davida talked about hiring, being strategic in hiring, and I'm going to, I'm the right people. And I'm going to touch on that in just a few minutes. But I think one thing everybody has talked about, um, I think um, Jennifer alluded to that, Sergio alluded to that, was really just really understanding the customer and really um, thinking about your own customer and what works for you. And so the next question I have is, um, what strategies have you seen African startups or any startups at all, or what strategies can startups use to truly understand and cater to their diverse customer base? And um, if you have, is there any success stories that you can share where exceptional customer su support and success really led to significant growth? Because I think um, sometimes I found that you think like the bottom line is really important, especially when you have the pressure of like investors and um, milestones and all of that. And it's kind of like, Again, like I said, it kind of seems like customer success is like a good to have. But how? Um, what are some strategies that startups can apply to really understand and cater to their um, customer base? And then what are some experiences or stories, success stories that you've heard that with people um, and startups and companies really taking um, customer success seriously, how that has led to significant growth for a startup? So um, I think I'll let maybe Jennifer um, start up. I see... Davida needs to join up. I'll do that. But Jennifer, you can um, kick off and then Soji can go. Yeah. I mean, so it's so funny is that you're, this is such an important question. And I work with many startup accelerators where I work with many startups at a time and they always ask, what is that secret, you know, the secret thing that they can do that will help them understand their customers? Is it a survey? Is it do, is it do this? Is it do that? And my first question is, have you tried talking to them? <laughs> um, and you know what like who are your current customers have you tried talking to them and they would say oh no we have too many customers 
uh, it's just so hard to talk to all of them. And I say, how, how many customers do you have? And they say 50 or 100. And I say, you can, you can talk to 100. You can talk to 50. And I understand you're busy, but maybe, you know, talk to 10. It doesn't have to be all, just be, make sure you have that focus of when you do talk to customers, what are you guys, what do you want to learn from them? What do you want to take away from that meeting? What questions does you and your business have right now um, that customers can help with, right? And that is beyond just, oh, what do you want to see from me? Or what do you want uh, that can make this better? But more targeted questions um, to really understand what is the customer's pain point? What are they not telling you? And kind of go beyond that. And that's really the magic of it. And again, you know, just talk to your customers. And I like this, um, my my favorite thing here is, my favorite example of whether or not you're asking the right questions is um, this, uh, this little framework called the mom test. And I think it's hilarious. So the mom test is, um, if I were to ask the same question to my mom, would what would she say, right? And because we want to avoid questions where my mom or your mom or anyone's mom would say, oh yeah, of course you're doing great, sweetie, um, or anything like that. We want to make sure that we're asking questions that even... Um, you know, if we were to ask our mom, someone who loves us and wants to support us, um, they are willing to give us really insightful answers beyond you're doing great. There's nothing else I need from you guys. We want the answers to really help us understand what's going on um, beyond that. So again, uh, you know, really just talk to your customers, even if it's 10, even if it's five, really just start talking to them and uh, asking asking them questions that will really help move your business forward and not just um, you know, vague questions and really just have that conversation with them. I, that's really the secret sauce. And um, yeah, so thank you. Yeah, um, thanks, Jennifer. I think that's a really, I love the mom test. And I think that's important. Don't, um, the questions you ask, um, the quality of questions you ask would determine the quality of insights you get back and what you want more than anything is insights. And um, I love it pretty simple. How do you get a framework? Talk to your customers. Don't shy away from that. Just talk to them. And I think always making sure to keep that communication line open, no matter what, having that framework to make sure that whatever happens, we are always getting real-time feedback from the customer. I think like you said at the beginning, is key. So yeah. Um, Soji, do you want to um, add to that? Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a good one. Yes. You want to talk to your customers. Um, but I think, you know, in order for you to be able to talk to them properly and be able to also uh, um, 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 organize that data properly, uh, right from the beginning, when you start your customer acquisition, you want to use the right platform, the right tech tools to kind of, you know, uh, uh, not, not so much automate the journey, but kind of like streamline the journey. So that every at every point you want to be able to, if you need to talk to them, you want to talk to them. Of course, there's so many uh, tools out there that allow you to to engage with your customers and keep tab on them and kind of follow up and get feedback from them. So um, I would, I mean, my, my my advice is that right from the beginning, um, source for the right um, tech platform for your customer acquisition so that you can use that as the basis for your customer success in managing your customer success and uh, customer interaction. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Oji. Um, and I'm going to come 
you mentioned something that I'm going to come to very soon, and that's like the right tools and all of that um, at the beginning. So I'll get to that in just a minute. Um, Davida, do you want to add in just in terms of like um, what startups should do to kind of like make sure they are um, keeping think, that customer um, success in front of them? What strategies? All right, cool. First of all, Africa has a genius population. So the challenge now is for you to retain customers in Africa. Uh, you must understand diversity and inclusion because our lines of customers aren't the same person. They are not the same species. All right. So um, we'll get back to Davida, but I think um, I loved where she was going with her train of thought. But let me circle back to you, Soji. So you mentioned um, talking about like the right tools and the right platforms to get started with. And um, of course, you don't want to get bogged down with tools at the beginning. But what tools in your um, experience, what tools or platforms have you found um, effective in managing and measuring um, customer success for startups, especially for new, like people who are just starting with their customer success journey? What are some of those tools or platforms that you have found um, effective in managing and measuring this? Yeah, thank thank you so much. Yes, uh, I'll just try as much as possible to to mention a few names that I can remember or that we have used. And of course, so um, I will start from lead generation. Obviously, from lead generation to um, to qualifying the leads and all of that. So um, one popular platform that we've used, uh, we've used Apollo for lead generation, but for the entire. Uh, 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 customer success management, management. We have used Upspot, and Upspot has free version that you can start with and kind of like even work your way around and be able to understand and learn the platform. I think the challenge is that most people don't know that platform as much as they should. Uh, they don't know the full extent of what the platform or most platforms can do before they jump onto another one. So Upspot is popular, and I think most most startup finders know Upspot. And I think if you give it a chance and take your time or invest in learning about how to use a platform, uh, it can do so much. Um, personally, we have used it, and we're still using it. And uh, even most of our new enterprises, we still, you know, using it, like for new businesses and all of that is working for us. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Audrey. Um, Jennifer, do you want to um, chip in on the tools side? Yeah, I mean, HubSpot obviously a really great tool. And even uh, a lot of uh, venture capital firms also have uh, um, deals with HubSpot. So even if you need the paid version for whatever reason, you can get it really, really cheap for that first year. So be a look on the lookout to see what your connections can help bring you in terms of discounts. We always know that as a startup, you're, we're low on money and we want to make sure that we can maximize that. I think, uh, I think it's also being very, I think uh, being very uh, intentional about which tools that you use. So kind of echoing uh, something I said earlier, but just like frameworks, don't uh, also don't get a tool because you think everyone else is using that tool. Um, really be intentional when you're finding a tool. What does that tool do for you? What What is it unlocking for you? What's unlocking for your team? What's un, what is it unlocking for your customers? Right? And, and make sure that those three questions are answered and that those answers are really good to you and um, before really buying and investing the time to get these tools. Even if tools are free, 
they do take time to set up and understand and learn and teach and all that stuff. So be really intentional about what tools do you really need. Um, I will also say that some of my favorite tools are free ones that you already have. So it could be, you know, as simple as a Google Sheet um, or, you know, an Excel spreadsheet or anything like that it does not have to be very complex to begin with. Um, and there are so many tools out there, but again, be very intentional about what you need. And if there's another tool that you, maybe you already have that can um, achieve that same goal. All right. So thanks, Jennifer and um, Soji as well. Um, I think, and I agree with you, HubSpot is a great tool. There are many great tools out there. Um, I think to your point, um, Jennifer, where you mentioned, like, make sure that you are using a tool because like know what exactly you want to get out of it. And that um, will determine exactly what tools that you use. And so be intentional about what you need and keep it simple again. And I think that's something that I've gotten from what you've um, spoken about a lot. Keep it simple. If a Google sheet, what you need is you need to keep track of who these customers are. You need to keep track of the feedback that they're giving. So if either a simple CRM system, if you can find, use Google sheets and that is easy for you to start up without learning a new system, definitely do that. Um, leverage, um, um, Jennifer talked about leveraging, um, um, HubSpot has different packages for startups through different VC firms. Um, they even have just like a startup package. If you apply for it, you can get that. Um, and, um, there's a free version like Soji talked about. So definitely look for, um, there are tools available out there, but definitely, first of all, figure out what do I want to get out of this? What do I need it for exactly? And when you're clear on that, that will guide you into what is the best thing for you to start with, but just keep it simple. Um, all right, so I think we have Davida back. So David, I'm going to like circle back to you. You were talking, um, you were kind of talking about um, Africa and the way the customer base is diverse and um, you have to understand diversity and inclusion. So um, yeah. Okay, and we lost Davida again. All right, so I was talking about um, wanting to hear um, um, perspective on just the African. So how much do cultural nuances, and I think we've alluded to that a bit, but um, Ansoji, you may speak to this, and um, Jennifer, if you have some experience with the African tech ecosystem as well, um, how does that, the African tech ecosystem differ from others when it comes to building and maintaining like a customer-centric startup? Um, and are there any cultural nuances that you've come across um, that startups and founders in Africa need to consider when they are designing their customer success strategies. Um, so I guess, Shadja, I'll let you go first, and then Jennifer, you can chip in. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is a very important point, and I think uh, uh, for, for startup founders in the house, you would you would agree with me. Um, and I'm just going to mention one point, and that point is in the language of communication. Uh, 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 for African startups and the African culture, uh, there may be a time that you need to drop the former uh, formalities when you're trying to interact with the customer, especially customers that you that, that you've had for a while. You know, if you're in charge of, you know, if you're directly your 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 work is directly customer facing. Uh, personally, I've I've had to at some point familiarize myself with a particular customer, crossing the line of just trying to be uh, uh, offering them a solution or a product or something now you know uh, um, just just um, 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 and what is the word now but the point is that the language of communication sometimes has to change from former 
to something a bit more relaxing, something that people, based on you know what, um, based on the community that that you're communicating. Like for example, in Lagos, there may be a time that you will drop the English and you interact in Pidgin English. There may be a time that you even drop Pidgin English and you would you know, we live with somebody in, in even Yoruba language, you know, outside sometimes and all of that. So language is a very important thing to note, especially for the African uh, landscape, um, for uh, uh, customer success, you know. All right. Thank you so much, Oji. And um, I think just even listening to you, I think um, just going to all we've been saying on the call, if the customer is forefront and you are not so caught up on um, just copying and pasting and you are really focused on what your customer needs from you you are able to kind of like adapt to the cultural nuances that's kind of like what is coming from me even from language so um when you remember that your customers are human first they're not just numbers or figures on a spreadsheet or in your database these are actually people who you are providing a service for who have needs that you are um, providing solutions for, then you begin to think about, okay, what is like human to human connections and communication? And the bottom line is how can you communicate? So whatever, whether that means um, being more conversational than formal so that they see you more as a person, whether that means communicating in a different language that would, they will understand and be able to express themselves properly. Um, that is something to, so I think it all boils down to keep your customer at the center so again to one of the points we raised at the first time even though you take inspiration from other people what are they doing make remember that your startup is different not even just in the african context from even two startups in africa two startups in nigeria in the same industry will be different so really focus on who your own customer is and what they need from you and i think that would help a lot with the cultural nuances because a lot of founders are like Africa is different, the nuances are different, and that is very correct and very true. But um, keeping the customer at the center and not being tied to this is what someone else did, but really focus on serving the customer would go a long way. Um, yeah, um, Jennifer, do you want to add to that in terms of any nuances or anything you've seen um, in just adapting to um, a particular culture? Yeah, so I've uh, Cannot speak to the African culture. However, I have been working with a couple of like Asian startups. And I think what really um, resonates is being like one, understanding your value, understanding the diversity that your and your team brings and your product brings is super important. I think um, Dada was kind of talking about that. Um, but I think another thing I also want to call out is how can we help each other? Right. And even if it's uh, communities that are based off of where we live or other communities, like how can we just remember that there's so many people out there that want to help you and so many other people that want to um, support you and uh, encourage you and be your biggest cheerleader and make sure that you're helping each other out. I think that's the community aspect is so important and startups are hard. Uh, <laughs> customer success is hard. And so don't feel like you're ever alone in any of this and that you have a huge community that is so excited uh, for you and your team and what you guys are going to do. So remember that. Thank you. Thanks so much, Jennifer. Um, yeah, that's a really, really great point. And um, yeah, I think um, I love what you said, like tap into community. And I think more now than ever, it's not a, never a good idea to build in silos. 
and always try to plug yourself into a community um no matter what role you're in so if you're a customer success you want to plug yourself what are other people doing you learn a lot from them if you're a founder you want to know what other founders are doing um and i like how you said people want to help you and people want to support you there are more people rooting for you than are kind of like well most people are not wishing you're downfall, right? But more people rooting for you than there are haters out there, right? So just tap into that. Be open to learning. Plug into community. So I think those are some really great points. And um, yeah, we're kind of wrapping up right now. And um, I want to just find out, and I know what Jennifer did is pretty much that, but are there any things that we did not touch that you just like, this is a piece of advice, word of advice for people um, who are working in customer success or other people in the um, 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 startup ecosystem for founders, what are what is something that they just need to keep in mind um, as a piece of advice, take away from the call and all of that before we kind of wrap up? So I'll let Sergio go first and then Jennifer, um, if you have anything to add, you can. And yeah. All right. Sergio, you can go ahead. So, sorry, Amisha, I missed oh. that. The last, last. All right, I was just saying. So we're wrapping up. Any last words for founders, um, for people in customer success, for other people in the African ecosystem, as it comes to um, thinking about customer success? Anything we've not touched that you want to talk about? Just piece of advice or something. Thank you so much for for the opportunity to be a speaker here. I think my last word is that as a tech founder or as a founder, as a startup founder. And uh, you cannot um, you cannot just delegate customer success. You need to be involved, and, and and you need to also make sure that the entire team is involved. It's not just a matter of, I mean, you have to have people responsible for it, but it has to be a collective job. And you, particularly, as the as the carrier of the vision, as the leader, and providing leadership for the entire team, you need to be actively involved in the and customer success. Um, personally, and that is a strategy that has worked, I'm personally involved. And uh, over the years, we've made sure that uh, almost everybody in our organization, one way or the other, you know, at some point or the other, you know, either act as an account manager or as, you know, one way or the other, everybody's contributing to customer success. And, and in that way, uh, it becomes a collective uh, responsibility and, and you'll be able to ensure that um, you utilize it to drive growth and, and success of your enterprise. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aji. Jennifer, any last words? Yeah, no, thank you so much again for having me. What a fun discussion. And I'm so excited for everyone here, um, the participants and your teams and your customer success uh, journeys. Um, I, I want to just echo everything that everyone said today. You know, um, you know, make sure that you're starting to think about customer success early and often. Don't remember that it does not have to be your title for you to be part of the customer success mindset. Um, and also just remember, you know, have a little bit of fun. Um, there's a lot that you can learn. And if you go in with that mentality of like, I'm, I want to be here, I want to be present, I want to be curious, um, that that will take you a long way um, in terms of understanding your customer and um, not getting too bogged down in in the details and focusing on the right things. So again, thank you again for having me and super excited for all of you guys. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you, Saji. Um, Davida dropped off. I think she was having serious internet issues, but 
Thanks to Davida as well. And it was a great discussion. Thank you to everyone who joined us on the call, who was listening. I hope you got a ton of value from it. And um, yeah, definitely connect with the speakers. Um, like we said earlier, Jennifer actually wrote a book on the Startup's Guide to Customer Success. So definitely check that out on Amazon. And then Soji is also doing a lot with the Africa Business Radio. And definitely check us out at Startup Launch Code. And we always like to get feedback um, from our Twitter spaces. We want to know what you want to hear about and all of that. So there's some pinned tweets. Definitely give us feedback. Um, on the session and um, you can recommend what else you want us to talk about and yeah thank you so much for joining us tonight it's been a great discussion thank you again Soji thank you so much Jennifer um, you guys thank shared you. a lot and I think um, it's very valuable so thanks and thanks to everyone have a great rest of the evening and we'll see you next time thanks for tuning in to our podcast if you found value in today's episode you can find more at gotlaunchpad.com Stay inspired, stay innovative, and keep building those dreams. Until next time, bye.